In this episode, we talk more about how to be kind to ourselves and the ways I'm striving to do it in my own life. Let's dive in. Welcome to Deep Soul Care, the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the real you and care for the soul you are. I'm your host, Michelle Kampmeyer, and if you're ready to find out who you are deep down and live a truly authentic life, keep listening. And don't forget, we're in this together. Hey, hey, we are back for episode number 35, which is happening on time, mostly because I literally just finished recording the last episode. So I figured it was a good time to just keep going while the words were flowing. Today, I want to talk about how you are taking care of yourself right now. Because last week, I reminded you to be very kind, very gentle with yourself right now. But what does that look like? I probably should have gone into that a little bit more. I did ask you some questions. Are you talking to yourself kindly? Are you forcing yourself to do things maybe too much? Do too many things? Are you, you know, trying to go real hard right now when you really do need to take a step back? So that's what I asked you to think about last week to see if you were being kind. But this week, I really want to dive into that some more because it's something I have needed to work on. So hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, I will have worked on this a little bit better. I know I have so many projects and things I want to do, and right now it's tough, of course, because things are so chaotic. And even though things don't seem to be changing as often as they were at the beginning of all of this, we're kind of in this limbo, this like standstill holding pattern of when are things going to open back up? They're opening back up in some places, but not in others. Some things that we want to open up are not, while others are. Basically, we're just wondering when we're going to get back to normal, whatever normal is even going to look like. Of course, a lot of us may want to go back to what things were before, but I'm not sure that's possible. You know, with what's happening right now, it seems unrealistic, perhaps. seems like there are a lot of things that need to change in order for us to keep people healthy, I suppose. Uh, But yeah, so it's hard to, you know, figure out what to work on, whether that's, you know, maybe a home project, you want to start a garden, you want to write a book, you have this recipe you really wanted to work on. I'm talking big, small, whatever. Whatever it is that you have been really wanting to do during this time that you haven't done. I know I talked about that meme, that quote that was going around in another episode back, but Yeah, just because you haven't done it doesn't mean you're a crappy person or it doesn't mean that you're undisciplined. It doesn't mean that you suck, right? We can think these things because we feel like we maybe have more time right now. But the time that we have right now is also taken up by some other things that maybe we're not taking into account. We are probably a little more stressed than normal. We have a little more anxiety happening. We have a lot more things we're thinking about. We weren't thinking about this major illness before. And that is very scary. It can be very scary. And that can eat up a lot of your brain power. So some of the things that weren't taking you quite as long, maybe taking a little bit longer now, but you think you should have this time. So now you're mad at yourself 
for being slower than normal and not having the free time that you're supposed to have. I put that in air quotes. And the cycle continues where you're just, you're frustrated with yourself all the time. So I want to undo that. I want to get out of that because that's not serving you. It's not helping you at all. I, as soon as I said that, my brain wanted to be like, well, maybe it is. I don't know. You know yourself best, but I'm going to venture out and say that it's probably not doing you any good to keep beating yourself up for the things that you haven't yet accomplished. What I want you to do instead is think about the things you have accomplished. And sometimes that can be a big enough mood boost to really help us move past whatever mental block we have right now. Or it might help us give ourselves a little bit more energy to actually get some other things done. Or it may make us feel better about how long we're taking to do some things right now because in the past we've done X, Y, and Z. And you didn't rush through that and it got done. So these are some things I really want you to think about so that you're not consistently, continuously, constantly beating yourself up over things you really don't need to beat yourself up over. For me, one of those things has always been keeping my house clean or getting it clean to begin with, I should say, because (laughs) keeping it clean would require it to have been clean at some point And we've gotten close, but no cigar. So we do that, you know, quick 20-minute, 10-minute, whatever it is, clean before someone shows up. And that's usually the extent. There's no, like, real deep cleaning that's happening anywhere. And it always just feels like such a project. So today I started reading a book called – oh, no. I don't know what it's called – Um, It's by Dana K. White, and it's something about, oh, here we go, How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind, Dealing with Your House's Dirty Little Secrets. I started listening to that today. I'm not quite sure how far I am through it, maybe like a third. And this woman is basically speaking to my soul. Like, she's saying everything that's been happening in my brain, how everything I felt about wanting to keep the house clean, but it feeling like this huge project that I just cannot do. And she's got some really actionable steps, simple steps to take in order to make it all happen. It's going to take some time. And that's one thing I've never really given myself. It's like, if I don't get it all done in a day or a week, then it's just not worth doing. That's how I approach a lot of things. I don't start a lot of Netflix shows because if I can't get it all done in one day, then it's not worth doing. If I can't finish a season in one day, then why am I even doing it? And it's like, who has time for that? Why, why do I spend so much time in one day watching Netflix? Sometimes it feels good and it's necessary to just mindlessly do something, which I need to do more of, honestly. I spend so much time being so focused on things that by like three o'clock, my brain is screaming at me to just shut down. So (laughs) there is that. Um, But yeah, I haven't been able to keep the house clean or to even get it clean in the first place. So listening to this book has been very helpful. Uh, I'm going to take some of the original steps and see how that goes for the next couple of weeks. She's got it all outlined in the back of the book. Of course, I'm listening to the audiobook, so I hope that's, I don't know, on the audiobook. We'll see. And I can take some notes. I'm good at that. Uh, but for the most part, for me, it's something I've beat myself up about a lot. Like, why can't you just keep the house clean, Michelle? How 
hard is it? You're home all the time. Why is the house cluttered and a mess? Why? Why, why, why? And I could beat myself up about this all day long. And then I have to remember all the things that I'm doing during the day instead of cleaning. And of course, I build it up to be this huge monster of a thing cleaning the house. And it is. If you take it as a whole, it's a really big undertaking. And I live in a tiny, not 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 a tiny house, but a very small house. So it shouldn't feel that daunting, but it is. And there are two of us, you know, it's not even, I don't have kids in the house who are making a mess. It's just me and my husband. Of course, my dog takes her toys out of the bin. But besides that, it's like, why? What is wrong with me that I can't do all the things like other people do? Well, number one, that's comparison. And that doesn't always do you any good, especially if it's negative. And number two, like I said, I've had to remind myself of all the things that I want to be doing during the day that I should be doing during the day that take up the time I think I need in order to get the house clean and then keep it clean. Basically, I haven't been making it a priority like I've been making all of these other things a priority. And once those other things, like I want to create a card deck, like a either a journal, I don't think it's going to be a journal deck or maybe an affirmation deck or an oracle deck, something like that. I've always wanted to turn my Mickey Reed books into card decks. So that's a project that's on the back of my mind right now. I have like a 64-day streak on Duolingo learning Spanish, which has been really exciting. I have a couple other courses that I've been taking. One I'm taking with a group of women, and that's just been absolutely amazing. Uh, A couple others I'm doing on my own. Kind of fallen behind on those ones because I don't have the accountability to keep going, but... Uh, There's just a lot of stuff. And then, you know, I'm trying to get back into better eating and I want to go for walks in the morning and I want to do more yoga and meditation and all this kind of stuff that cleaning the house just doesn't feel that important. So, like I said, I could beat myself up about this all day. But instead of doing that, if I break it down into littler, littler, smaller steps, And keep following through. One of the things uh, Dana White talks about is making some of those decisions because I talked about last week how if I have too many decisions to make, I just make none because it's just too hard for me to make one. So if I have too many decisions to make, I won't do anything. Her suggestion is to make it a non-decision. Like it is not a choice to get the dishes done before you go to bed. It's not a choice to not sweep the kitchen floor on Tuesdays or whatever day you choose to do it. Those things are non-negotiables and they get done. And I'm not always good with that. (laughs) I don't really like the things I have to do. So we'll see how it goes. But I'll put it in my bullet journal. It'll be something I'll track. So that'll probably give me a little bit more incentive to get these steps done, which maybe if I make it fun, make it a game out of keeping a streak or something. I don't know. I've got to figure out what works for me. If you haven't taken Gretchen Rubin's The Four Tendencies quiz to find out which one you are, there are four different types, obviously, uh, then I suggest you do that. I will link link it in the show notes so that you can check that out because that takes into consideration how you respond to external and or internal expectations. And I don't respond to either one very well, so I'm called a rebel. And that makes it really hard to follow through on stuff. And I have noticed that 
I have been really good with this course that I'm taking with some other people. That's helped a lot. But I have had a group situation where it gets to the point where I'm just like, I don't care if I tell these people that I haven't done the thing, whatever it is. Like, <laughs> it's not, it doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. Maybe the first time I'm kind of upset or embarrassed or like, I don't want to say that. But after a while, it's just like, whatever. So yeah, I'm just, I'm not quite sure what works for me or what doesn't. I do really like to see all the little dots in my bullet journal. But of course, even with some of that stuff, I haven't been consistent. I don't want to say perfect because I don't need to be perfect, but I haven't been super consistent. And I know that the sweet spot, the magic is when you're consistent with stuff. So trying to get better at that, but not beating myself up over it, especially right now when times are cuckoo bananas. So <sighs> anyway, so yeah, cleaning the house is something that's been just like a monster of a thing to think about for me. So I have left it off the table for a very long time, but it's mostly because I'm expecting perfection for myself. And if I stop doing that, if I start to become kinder and more gentle and allow myself the space to not be perfect at it and be okay with that, I get way more done. I'm okay with missing a day rather than going, oh, you're so dumb. You should have done that. Like you can't do anything right. So <sighs> deep breath. <laughs> We don't have to be perfect, and I want you to remember that, especially right now. As much as I want these episodes to kind of, I don't know what word I'm looking for, just be, um, oh, this is, this is great. <laughs> you see, here's real life. Okay. I want these episodes to be helpful all the time. And it, but right now we are just in this moment of time where we're just going to have to be specific <laughs> with the things that are happening right now. And I hope that helps. But I do know that being kinder and more gentle with yourself on the regular can be super helpful. But on the flip side, I'm not talking about being so kind and so gentle with yourself that you just forget all of your responsibilities and do nothing. <laughs> I'm talking about the kind that doesn't make you live up to the perfectionist piece of you if you have that. I'm talking about the kind that won't allow you to make a mistake or won't let you choose because you think you're going to choose incorrectly. First of all, I don't know if it helps, but my belief on that is that you can't make the wrong choice. We always choose the right way, whether things turn out the way we want them to or not. It doesn't matter. However, it turns out is how it was meant to turn out. And you made the choice because that's the one you were supposed to make in order to go on with your journey. So you're not going to make the wrong decision. I know in the moment, believe me, I, I still have trouble with this. But in the moment, it can be hard. It can feel really tough to choose one way or the other. Just be kind to yourself. Remind yourself that it's okay to be confused, to not know which way to go, that you're just going to choose and it may feel like you made the wrong decision, but things do work out the way they're supposed to. So I hope that helps for that. <laughs> and now I forgot where I was going with all of that. But the point is to be kind to yourself, not to your detriment, but to your benefit. So work on not expecting perfection. 
on being okay when it seems like you've messed up and owning it, you know, just, oh, well, you messed up. Life, life is more a game than anything. And if we take it so seriously, which not going to lie, I've been doing lately. I've been having my own little pity parties for the things that have gone wrong. And I haven't been super excited about, you know, even some of the things that went right. Like it just didn't feel like I wanted it to feel. And that can be, that can mess you up. Right. So yeah, just be kind, be kind to yourself. I want to hear how you are doing that. What kind of practices do you have? Are you taking baths to wind down, drinking your favorite cup of tea, or making your favorite cup of coffee in the morning? Do you have some kind of reward system, or do you just do things on the regular? Like, I started a new skincare routine, and I know I feel a lot better when I wash my face. My skin feels a whole lot better. That makes me feel better. I feel like look better. That that kind of stuff really helps me. I also bought some more expensive shampoo and conditioner than I normally buy. I put it off for a long time because I didn't feel like I was worth spending the money on, but I finally did it and I'm so glad. Oh my gosh, this shampoo is amazing and everybody said you need so little, but my brain was like, you've never washed my hair. You have no idea what it's like, but yeah, you don't need that much shampoo. It's called Numa. I'll, um, link to it in the show notes. But I love it so much. I'm so glad I did that. So maybe you need to spend a little bit of extra money on something for yourself to boost your morale. Like sometimes right now we're just going to have to do things that don't make sense, I guess. That's kind of the boat I'm in. And I'm not pressuring myself to do all these kinds of things that I feel super forced to do. I've got to do things because I absolutely want to do them. And some things I'm doing, like I'm making myself wash the dishes and I'm going to start, I can't remember what the second step is. Um, I think it's cleaning up, like decluttering your bathroom or trying to keep that decluttered instead of, you know, a giant mess. So I'm going to start doing that or sweeping the kitchen. I think maybe that was the second one. Shoot. I need to finish listening to this book. Anyway. Yeah. I have to want to do these things. I do want to keep my house clean and I do feel like having less clutter and having a cleaner space will clear my mind quite a bit. So I'm really hoping that doing that will help me out. So it's it's sort of a selfish thing, but it just feels better. I know that. So I, I hope that that will help me maybe with my anxiety, help me just feel a lot more clear and Maybe I'll be able to do some more of these creative projects like make my card decks, write more books, all the things that I know I want to do but keep beating myself up for not doing, but it could be for all of these other reasons. So that is my, I don't know, story about how I'm trying to be kinder to myself. In fact, now that I'm done with this, I still have a little bit of time while my husband's not home, so I'm going to go take a bath and make my favorite cup of tea and just unwind that sounds so good. So my action step for you today is to actually be kinder to yourself. I don't remember if that was the action step for last week, but if it wasn't, or even if it is, I don't care. Let's continue to be kind to ourselves. Let's continue to be gentle and to use more rational thought instead of trying to be idealistic or a perfectionist. Let's remember that we're human and we can only do so much. 
We're going to make mistakes and that's okay. We need the pain and the bad in order to appreciate the good and the times we feel awesome. So yeah, just be kind. (laughs) Be kind to yourself and let me know. I want to hear what you're doing. Tell me what you're doing to be kinder to yourself. Even if it's just kinder self-talk, I want to know about it. So please come find me on Instagram at Michelle Kampmeyer. I would love to hear from you. And yeah, let's just support each other and get through this. We are absolutely in this together, in our separate boats, but in it together. And I'm happy to be there for you and hear about how you're doing. So with that, I will talk to you next week. Until then, take care of yourself. Take care of your soul. Please be kind. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I release a new one every single Thursday, so hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. If you want to reach out to me, please do so. I'd love to hear from you. I'm on Instagram at Michelle Campmeyer, and my email is michellecampmeyer at gmail.com. And if you would, send this episode to someone who might need to hear this message. Take care of your soul, and I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>